Good morning. Please rise and join in number 319. Let us go to the altar. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done, in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison.
Almighty, ever-living God, whom taught by the Holy Spirit we dare to call our Father, bring, we pray, to perfection in our hearts the spirit of adoption as your sons and daughters, that we may merit to enter into the inheritance which you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The night of the Passover was known beforehand to our fathers, that, with sure knowledge of the oaths in which they put their faith, they might have courage. Your people awaited the salvation of the just and the destruction of the foes. For when, the, for when you punished our adversaries, in this you glorified us, whom you had summoned. For in secret the holy children of the good were offering sacrifice and putting into effect with one accord the divine institution. The word of the Lord.
to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, faith is a realization of what is hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Because of it, the the ancients were well attested. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called out to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where to go. By faith he sojourned in the promised land as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and maker is God. By faith he received power to generate, even though he was past the normal age, and Sarah herself was sterile. For he thought that the one who had made the promise was trustworthy. So it was that there came forth from one man, himself as good as dead, descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and as countless as the sands on the seashore. All these died in faith. They did not receive what they had been promised, but saw it and greeted it from afar, and acknowledged themselves to be strangers and aliens on earth. For those who speak thus show that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land from which they had come, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better homeland, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when put to the test, offered up Isaac, And he who had received the promise was ready to offer his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac descendants shall bear your name. He reasoned that God was able to raise even from the dead, and he received Isaac back as a symbol. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline at table and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward, whom the master will put in charge of his servants, to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, My master is delayed in coming, and begins to beat the men's servants and the maidservants to eat and drink and get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will but did not make preparations nor act in accord with his will shall be beaten severely. And the servant who is ignorant of his master's will but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What is faith? This morning's second reading from the letter to the Hebrews, we have a clear definition, scriptural definition, of what faith is. In Hebrews chapter 11 it says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, for the convictions of things not seen. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The wording is a little bit different in the gospel that we, that we heard read. I'm reading from a different uh, translation. But faith for us requires two parts. In fact, when we look up the word in Greek, the Greek word is uh, pistis. And pistis actually means not just an adherence of an intellectual assent to some uh, group of teachings, but it also has a second aspect as well, because there really isn't, the word pistis actually doesn't technically mean faith, it means faithful. And that aspect of that definition means that there is an aligning of our actions 
to that body of teachings that we believe. So it's an intellectual ascent. Yes, I know that this is true. Yes, I believe. And then my life is transformed and changed because of what I believe. And my life begins to model and, and, and be an example of those very things that I believe. We see this play out in God as well, in the way that God reveals himself. He reveals himself, and we hear this over and over, in word and deed. In word and deed. And from the very beginning, this is the way in which God works. He speaks, and it comes into being. We see it in Genesis. We see how God speaks, and creation happens. We see that when Jesus is performing miracles in the Gospels, he speaks, and then there's an action, and it happens. We see it in the sacraments that we receive. The priest, when he pours water over the child's head, he speaks, he performs the action, and the invisible reality takes place. The physical speaking of the words, the, the form, the matter of the pouring of the water over the child's head is a sign of the invisible reality of what Christ is doing in that person's life that is being baptized. In the Eucharist, the priest speaks the words of consecration over the bread and wine, and not by the priest's power, but by God's power, something tremendous happens to that bread and wine that it becomes the body and blood of Jesus. The Holy Spirit does what God says that he is going to do when he says at the Last Supper, do this in remembrance of me. Faith is word and deed. Faith is assent and then an entrusting of oneself to God. Laying our lives down and allowing God to work through us. The book of Hebrews continues and gives us examples of faith from the Old Testament. Abraham is often the model of faith. And we see the, the writer of Hebrews use Abraham. We see St. Paul use Abraham as a model of faith in the book of Romans. But the author of Hebrews says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place, which he was to receive as inheritance, and he went out, not knowing where he was to go. And so let's recall the story of Abraham for a moment. Remember that when God spoke to Abraham, he takes him outside. He says, look up at the sky and count the number of stars if you can. And your descendants will be as numerous as the stars in the heavens. A few verses later, we hear that when the sun goes down, Abraham goes out. So we know that in that first instance, God takes Abraham outside in the heat of the day, in the middle of the day, and he says, count the stars. And we know in the middle of the day, you can't see the stars. And so God was telling him, have faith that I'm going to do in you what I say that I'm going to do, that I'm going to give you descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And when Abraham goes out later that night, he can see the stars. And of course, the stars are numerous uncountable, really. But the interesting thing about Abraham is that Abraham, in his lifetime, never saw his descendants as numerous. Abraham was an old man when Sarah became pregnant with Isaac. 
When Isaac was born, he was the only child of Sarah and Abraham's and Sarah's relationship. And so Abraham never saw the fulfillment. And yet he had faith to follow what God is asking him to do. To move away from your family, to move away everything that you know, and go to this different land, this foreign land, and settle. That's what God asks him, which is an inheritance that God has given him. And so we hear in verse 9, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. We know that Jacob was the son of Isaac. Jacob had 12 sons. And from those 12 sons comes the nation of Israel. It's that nation of Israel that are the descendants of Abraham, and we really are fruits of Abraham's descendants as well. Receiving the Old Testament, God revealing himself anew in the New Testament for us to be united to him. In verse 13 it says, These all died in faith, not having received what was promised. So God promises these numerous descendants, they never actually see it. But they still put their faith in what God tells them. But having seen it and greeted it from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. And that's the same mentality that we ought to have as well. God promises eternal life. He promises us things that we cannot see. Things that are beyond us. But we have faith because God says that it is true. And we know who God is. And we assent to that body of teaching. We assent to that fact that God is going to prepare a place for us. We can't see it. But we live for it. As strangers and exiles in this land... Because this is not our permanent home. We live as strangers and exiles here because we are meant for eternal life. We hear this in the gospel today. From the gospel of Luke chapter, th- or chapter 12, verse 32. It's a continuation of what we actually heard last week. We hear Jesus say, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom." So Jesus uses this endearing term. He calls us, he's always speaking to his disciples, a little flock. An endearing term that he uses. And the Father wants to give you the kingdom. Do they see the kingdom? No. Do we see the kingdom? Not 100%. We see glimpses of it. We see glimpses of it in our faith. We see glimpses of it, of what God gives us in the sacraments. But we don't see the fullness of it until we receive it in eternal life. And Jesus goes on to say, sell your possessions. Give alms. Provide yourselves with purses that do not grow old. With a treasure in the heavens that does not fail. Where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Jesus is telling us that if we accumulate possessions, material possessions, and things of this world, then we are only living for this world. But if we are detached from the things of this world, using that which we need to live our life in this world, to live for God in this world, to not become so attached to these 
material possessions, that we live for God, then we begin to live for the kingdom. And we begin to build up this treasure in heaven. And the thing about this treasure in heaven, Jesus gives us the way in which to live for this treasure in heaven. He says to pray, to fast, to give alms. He doesn't say if you pray. He doesn't say if you fast. He doesn't say if you give alms. He says when you pray, when you fast, when you give alms, meaning that these are the heart of what it is to build up treasure in heaven. To be detached from the things of this world, to live for eternal life, to love as, <coughs> to love as God loves, to pour ourselves out, to love our neighbor as ourselves, to love God above all things, with our whole heart, whole mind, and whole soul. That's what it means to build up treasure in heaven. And that love is doing the works of mercy. That fasting means to not be attached to these things of the world, to not be overeating, to not be overdrinking, to not accumulate possessions, to give alms, to support the ministries of the church so that the church may continue to be built up, so we can bring others to know Christ that they may receive that kingdom as well. True faith is not one where we say we believe and go about doing our own business. Forgetting everything that we hear, everything we believe. True faith is living our lives in imitation of Christ as we are called to do. Anything less than that is not living up to what God is calling us to. Yes, we fail a lot. And it seems like an impossible model. But Jesus says, all things are possible in Christ, in him. And if we live in him, he gives us the grace to live the life that we are supposed to live. To live that life for him. And to a constant sacramental life, a constant life of prayer. Living in union with Christ is what he wants for us. And living that life is the treasure in heaven that we sell everything for to receive and live for that kingdom that he has gone to prepare for us. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit, was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. 
and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. And is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting in God's promise, we present our prayers and our petitions. Your response is, Lord, hear our prayer. For our country, filled with problems and divisions, that leaders will experience the conversion of heart that will bring a brighter tomorrow, we pray to the Lord. For more vocations to the priesthood in our diocese, we pray to the Lord. For all life at all ages and all stages, we pray to the Lord. For those who are sick, and for their families, we pray to the Lord. For all the faithful departed, may God grant them eternal rest and may perpetual light shine upon them, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our prayer. For the attention of this Mass, for Tom and Monique Levitt on their 40th wedding anniversary, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our prayer. God of power and might, we perish without your mercy. Be mindful of these prayers and grant them according to your holy will. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Number 387, God has chosen me. Tell 
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Be pleased, O Lord, to accept the offerings of your church, for in your mercy you have given them to be offered, and by your power you transform them into the mystery of our salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself, that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Therefore, most merciful Father, we may come, O pray and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church, and please to grant your peace to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Gerald, our Bishop, and all those who are holding to the truth and on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants, and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you the sacrifice of praise or the offer for themselves and all who are dear to them. For the redemption of their souls and hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to the eternal God living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damian, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers in all things we may be defended by your protecting help 
Through Christ our Lord, amen. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation, and count among the flock of those you have chosen. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven to, O God, his Almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more, giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. We celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord. We, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as once you are pleased to accept the gifts of your servant, Abel the Just the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest, Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us, who through this participation at the altar, receive the most holy body and blood of your Son, may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light, and peace. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Just also your servants who those sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share in fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs. With John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, 
Through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Number 583, Christ the Lord.
Number 423, One Spirit, One Church.
Let us pray. May the communion in your sacrament that we have consumed save us, O Lord, and confirm us in the light of your truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Today from 2 to 4, uh, the DFI will be having bingo, and so of course you are all invited to join them for that. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits, who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our prayer for rain. Blessed Saint Joseph, God chose you to be the husband of the Virgin Mary and the foster father of Jesus. You cared for the Son of God as your own son and taught him a trade. Because you were so close to him, you will not refuse anything you ask. Intercede for us in our great need. Pray for the blessing of rain. We are grateful for the moisture that we have received, but the land needs more. Ask God to water our fields and gardens, to fill the rivers, streams, and lakes, and to bless our crops and livestock. Help us to live close to Jesus and Mary as you did, strong in faith and good works, caring for one another. Amen. Mary, Mother of God and Spouse of Joseph, pray for us. St. Isidore, patron of farmers and farm life, pray for us. Number 501, Come Follow Me. Come follow me. 